0: Hi, welcome to the Rough Housing Podcast. I'm Justin Rourke, and this is my counterpart, John Pico Baby Margo. Hello, hello. Today we're joined by Ted Casper with, uh, help me out here, AustinRealEstate.com, which is brokerage. Uh, And also we have, I'm going to mess it up, Tracy Blair. Do you have one extra name on top of that that I'm...
1: N- on Facebook, it would be Niccolo, it's okay. my husband's last name, but I, Tracy Blair.
0: Facebook has been conditioning me, which is why I always have know, I know, I know. But I like, I like Blair. It's a better name. Uh, Tracy Blair with Texas National Title. She's one of their awesome title reps. She's been doing it for a bit, and mm-hmm. she's, uh, in my opinion, best in the business. She started when
2: she was 11.
0: Yes. I mean, practically. Right. Yeah, in the womb. She started, 12. you know, papering deals. <laughs> Well, uh, also, uh, as we go along, we are looking for sponsors to help us keep the lights on and uh, feed all of our staff. Uh, So please, uh, if you have a business that you want promoted, think about this. Are you in Austin? Are you in San Antonio? Are you anywhere in the Central Texas area? Do you want to start connecting with everyone in the real estate industry, and do they need to know who you are? See our contact info in the show notes below, and uh, let's get you out there. Rock and roll. And also,
3: on top of that, same kind of... uh same kind of vibe we need you guys to like this thing we want this to spread so that people see it organically so please hit the like button hit the bell let's get notifications going if you can't do it while you're watching it stop right now do it and come back to me so let's make it happen so we can spread this thing out and uh do more of these please share
0: anyways uh what do you guys got scripts we're just show just notes, just, stuff that we want to hit. Oh, okay. Well, like, we, we like to hit. Up I mean, for we're, us not, and then we're not. We're so, I mean, I know I'm you can do. You, off to you to go off the dome, and, and the I have a request, and not too long from now. Sorry, I just bumped it. I have a request not too long from now, but uh, we have one more little public service. We'll Do in. it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, look, you are probably going to get offended, dear audience member. Um, go ho- Go ahead and uh, move on to uh, celebrate celebrities singing John Lennon songs. Nothing we say is meant for advice. We're just fucking around and uh, don't take everything for f- mostly and don't take everything for fact or our true opinions. We're here to hang out and have a good time. Yeah. So, and if you can't handle it, go on and get. Can I get on yeah. communal? Go on and get. Go on out. Get, 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 get on. Get, get on out, out. Get on out. Now. Go on I'm truthful
2: at all times.
0: Okay, good.
3: <laughs> so now this is the podcast. This <laughs> is all right. one okay. Day. Oh, my
0: gosh. We're rolling. That's yeah, exciting. Yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling. But thank you guys
3: for coming. Yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you for having us. This Absolutely. Is fun. You know, I always like to kind of just give a little little kind of history I mean Justin and I have been doing this is what episode 7
0: this is
2: 8
3: 8 Ocho. wow um, but I mean, we we haven't released Excuse them yet. Yeah, well, we why the hell are you know. we on the eighth one? Hey, <laughs> it's like t- Troy Aikman, you know, your Troy. It's one of my favorite numbers. So I mean, feel feel blessed. Dad. I'm glad you weren't on number three. Feel or you might not. Well, actually, so <laughs> we so we to have this jank yeah. ass table. It was it was cramped up. I was, now, was now, expecting you guys, the table. You guys, now I'm all like y'all get the y'all get shot. the um, the living room vibe. So Ted, it's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah this is nice. This is the set that you have to wear pants. Unfortunately, it is. This is swanky. I normally just was in my underwear all the other episodes but I guess I had to get dressed I've got to wear
0: shoes now I could have gone without shoes (laughs) well the reason I wanted
3: I wanted to promote my shoe game with this new look so here we are it's a nice look but we we, Justin for years has been talking about doing a podcast and he he always had this kind of uh cool idea it started off with like dad shaving we're in front of a mirror shaving talking about bullshit that dad's doing and you know, he kind of he, he gave me that little nugget as as we kind of tend to share our ideas with each other just based on the relationships we have. But and then we started chopping it up and then he was like, What if we do rough housing? And we started talking about like real estate stuff, but not just no, the it's a good not, name. not just housing? the normal That's great. not just the normal shit you hear in real estate podcasts and forgive me if y'all have heard this many times, but this isn't it's not completely stat driven or market driven. This is more so we want to hear The good, bad, and ugly. The shit that people don't talk about in y'all's industry. Y'all have both been in the game for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I encourage y'all to be as candid as you want. Um, you know, we, we have the ability to edit things out. If y'all say some shit, y'all don't y'all, y'all sit on it. And you're like the next morning, you're like you're like maybe maybe I shouldn't have. You like know, some
0: episode, so episode episode RIP three. What's the episode three? Hey, it's in the archives. Maybe one day it'll come out. Maybe we can convert them if we get enough likes and subscribes and shares. Then maybe episode three can live with some hey, light editing. Hey, yeah.
3: hashtag the infamous catacombs of episode three. <laughs> <Yeah>. we, need, <laughs> we, we need to keep promoting that. I'm dying. That. To I'm dying that to see. This we have no, to make a sacrifice to liberate soul. Oh, yeah. It was great, but anyways, the the whole premise is to let's pull the curtain back a little bit, mm-hmm. disclose what you want to do, and let's let's give the people what a little glimpse of what we have to go through on a day to day basis. We're not these little trivs that sit in these monkey suits and just collect coins because we get to sign <laughs> sign paper deals and and that's it. we, yep. we deal with a bunch of shit. Yes. hey, we Always. got we
2: had lawsuits we're working yes. on. No, I mean, it's tough. You get a suit? It's a tough. million. No. So, so, I so just, am I going to countersue? Can... Are you ca- no. are you, uh, no. are you no. being sued? This this or are you countersuing? This thing's gonna fall apart. Okay. I agree. It's
0: gonna get thrown out. I oh, meant, you mean oh, you mean the lawsuit? The, the big law well, line hey, the lawsuit.
2: Here's my deal. Who no. the
3: fuck are they gonna pay? How, like how? Where's that money gonna go? The First attorneys. of all. First of all, Amen, exactly. the I,
2: I figured the, these these uh, uh, sellers and buyers are so fortunate they're going to get a settlement of I don't know ten eleven dollars yeah. by the time it gets to them. And that, that's a,
3: how do they quantify who got screwed, who didn't, <laughs> right. who who was right. who was pushy, who wasn't? Yeah. And, and here's my beef with it from the beginning. Sellers knew what they were getting charged going into this, and it's not—it's not—it's not a standard. Uh oh, standard. You always get mad at me when no, I say let's it. Let's say it's like saying Voldemort. But it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> not a
0: standard. It,
3: it's a—it's—it's a. It's, it's a principle to broker agreement Mm -hmm. from the beginning Mm -hmm. and it's market driven market driven and there's there's options to not pay that there's discount brokers everywhere you fucking go you don't have to pay me six percent if you don't want to that's what i charge you you could easily go to redfin you can go to what was listing spark you can go to open door and and they'll charge you 12 percent by the time you're done you ever fucked with listing spark you ever deal with that dude I'm sorry Just if he, he, he had already. one guy. Oh, he's always fired up. I'm sorry. I, I seem to, it's,
0: call, call it's not fired. No, no, no. Wait, wait. wait that's not a good podcasting. Go, John. It, it it yeah, it yes, it's passion. So good. 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 I
2: wrote a note down. Have you, have you read any of the, uh, the transcripts from, no, from these trials? I don't tribes? want to. This, this is Oh, wow. Well, yeah, like this. We're going to like this. This is
0: classic. We have to talk about Charles background. but I want to hear what Ted has to say. You're going to like
2: this. The attorney says to the jury and to the court, what other industry... Do people pay for the other side's service?
3: Fucking lawyers. Do-
0: exactly. <laughs> <Doctors>. <laughs> yeah, these, these guys fucking are attorneys. From both.
3: Yeah. <laughs> nuts. These four of Jurassic Park are the only person that's making. So on my side is the blood sucking attorney. Jeez. <laughs>
0: Uh, it, it all falls apart, and, and I, I can tell from uh, tell you from personal anecdote that I've had conversations with sellers before, and there's a section on at least the Texas listing agreement that you that uh, you say here's how much I'm going to pay the other side, mm-hmm. and also here's how much. I'm going to pay them if they're not a part of the locally supported MLS system. That's correct. And my thought is is if they're not a part of this, they haven't paid their dues, I'm opening the door for them, they don't have access, we're going to pay them less. Yeah. There's so many checks, there's so many like little key milestones to where sellers could be like, uh, I don't want to do that, and even then, when I don't want to pay the other agents that much because they're not a part of our local MLS, the sellers get concerned because they're like, oh, "Oh, wait, 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 we don't want anyone to, right. we don't want anyone to think otherwise. Let's, let's do, let's do that." I'm like, "Are you sure? Because I really don't want to pay them that much. I feel like, I feel like that money should go back to you." Well, the tire listing letter. agreement mm-hmm.
2: that I use, okay, splits it. It's very clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever that percentage is, whether it's two or three or whatever, I'm getting this. They're getting that.
3: And and the, you disclose that well before anything is is guaranteed. Well before anything, need, disclose e, e, it before e, it's on the MLM. Yeah, I he hits the page. Like I mean, uh, you've done probably eighty million times more listing appointments than I have. I mean, that dialogue is is one of the biggest pieces of how you navigate that first interaction of a listing appointment. You discuss what your charges are and what it's going to take to get this thing done, and everything has a charge. That 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 script was. Ridiculous. I mean, how, how we could sit here for five well, hours. Well, first
2: and... of all, was it 18 19 months ago? <laughs> this went to court before, and it yeah. was thrown out as frivolous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's good. Well, now my, it's a, my, it's my a good. Point, it's, my point it's,
0: is, it's wild. It's a bilateral contract, and now they're going to have to take it to appeals and appeals courts. And I doubt they'll run it all the way up the flagpole. But I I think that it's just, I think it's just a talking point. I think it I think it gives people something to to say. But when you ultimately get down to it bilateral contract, you had multiple points to negotiate it. Who has been a listing agent in this room and not had to negotiate your fees and services? Absolutely. You have to negotiate it the whole time. So I offer
2: it. If I've got a client that's done five transactions with me, I go, uh, I'll do 2% on my side. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do. You're a good client. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love how Ted's coming in here and with the goal of, I'm going to win some business out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> yeah, he he's born in it. He gets a couple of deals in, you guys Hello. get two discounts. <laughs> Ted, Ted yeah. is this one of the best OG. of the best in this in this city and in this industry, and so I'm, we're lucky to have him here today.
2: Well, I have to tell you a story, non-related to uh, real estate right now, about Tracy.
0: Oh,
1: God. Here we go.
2: <laughs> and, and I'm glad that you guys, you know, have the ability to edit these things. Yes. But Tracy, but deal, li- li- but when I was it program director every here every in town. Uh, in the radio business, Tracy was my evening announcer. No
3: shit. Yes, I was. And the the
2: format of the station was actually changing. And we had a deal (laughs) going on down, what's the place down there?
1: Oh my Uh, God, it's in the warehouse district. Cedar. Cedar Street. Cedar Cedar Street. Street. Yeah, Cedar Street. Yeah, we had a
2: deal going down there and we're giving all our merchandise away and everything else. And and, and we had some live entertainment down there, but when they go to break, the station comes up, right? So Tracy was taping out her share so she could come down to the festivities. Yeah, yeah. And so the station comes up, and you'll have to edit this, okay? And here's Tracy, and she's saying, I'm Tracy Blair. Ah fuck 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 <laughs> uh, Big round of applause there at the live uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. it was it live or was it being recorded oh, yeah. They
1: were playing it at Cedar Street oh, right. and, I'm, and I'm parking the car I'm just getting there I yeah. just Yeah
2: and
0: I'm like, hey, nice. welcome, you little potty mouth. Ah, that's awesome. I <laughs> imagine love, with FCC, was, that, was like a, that was like a big deal back on the day 1000 bucks to,
1: per cuss? It I didn't could get, be. I didn't
2: get how it. Much, should,
0: how much?
1: $1,000 per cuss?
3: Wow. Wow. Oh,
0: wow. Which is probably exactly. right
2: why they changed the format, because yeah. nobody heard.
3: So. That's, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I had no idea yeah. that was your background. You do have a very sultry voice. Well, no, so I can that, see that's you. what
0: I wanted to get into. I wanted to talk about a little bit earlier. Um, Tracy, will you tell us... Uh, your humble beginnings and how you know this character across. Okay, the all right. Well, so
1: it starts back when I was a little girl living in Australia, and I wanted to be on the radio. Nice. And I used to do my own little podcast back in the day before mm-hmm. podcasts. And so I made that dream come true when I was in college, and I had an internship for KLBJ Radio. Oh, nice! And I finagled my way into the production um, department and made a demo tape and put it in the GM's box. And the next thing you know, I'm a weekend jock on their jazz station. And and the first program director that didn't work out, his son got the station van if I remember correctly, and accidentally yeah, yeah. got trashed, and then got, tra- he drove it into somebody's living room. Yeah. Anyway, that guy went, and then
0: it happens. This yeah, guy, of course, a radio station <laughs> antics.
1: Did it with the kid. Anyway, so this guy Ted Carson from Houston, he used to be a big morning jock. Comes in Ted the voice as, as as program director and then moved me from the weekends to the to the night time where i had my show lights out with tracy blair wow you know it was the k-jazz, it was on K-Jazz. Oh, okay. and she
2: she was our number one jock she had right. the highest rating and i camp. was
1: still at st ed's and he yeah. kindly would let me pre-record my show um so that i could you know go to my night classes and stuff That's so i thought nice. it was very nice thank you for helping facilitate my well, here we education. are in the real yeah. estate business Then you'll yeah <laughs> then you'll jump out in the real estate yes
0: so uh, I, Ted, I have a request. Sure. Can make it beforehand. I know you got it somewhere deep in that brain. Let's hear the voice. I want you to just belt it out. And like Do your do your do your station call I, sign. I was always
2: pretty natural on the air. I I I didn't do what we used to call we used to call the guys that you know did yeah, that. Yeah. We used yeah. to call them pukers. Yeah. So so it's <laughs> in there puking away.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, you have that natural voice. But you I, sound? yeah, yeah I was you're just already belting it. I was
2: just. Just, it was know, just most there. of us were I on that so. station. Yeah. But
1: didn't you have a ham radio station when you were a kid or something? And you got <laughs> no, I had
2: an AM radio an station, AM radio station radio when I was station. a kid. I was like 12 years old. I wanted to be in the radio business. Wow. See, same yeah, kind of it thing. starts out. So ball. they used to have these things that you could buy. on. I say online. There was no online. Yeah, really. You know, a catalog or something. And, and it was like you could get an AM radio transmitter. Huh. A little box it had about four tubes on it. And you could actually set the frequency on it. And it was, I, I don't know what they said. It went 300 feet or something like that.
0: It just hits all your neighbors in the area. <laughs> well, together. yeah,
2: unless you put <laughs> a, 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 like a 14-foot antenna on your father's garage and Uh-oh. boost it with a linear amp. Then it goes like three or four miles. How yeah, did you do? Uh, <laughs> then I went down the street. You know, a woman had uh, a flower business. I, got, I signed her up. They're looking for sponsors here, too.
3: <laughs> yeah, and uh,
2: she was paying me, and we broadcast on Wednesdays, only on Wednesdays. And uh, it was a blast, you know, we're all 11, 12 years old until I'm on my bike with my walkie talkie and I'm <laughs> down the street and pew, this little Ford Falcon turns the corner with government plates and it's got a hoop on it and it's doing this. Oh, they're shit. after you. Yeah, yeah. isn't it, Grace? Triangulating where we were. So I rode my bike all the way back. I said, shut it off, shut it
3: off. <laughs>
2: and then I jumped up on the roof with a sledgehammer and knocked the aerial uh, off.
3: What yeah. were you talking about? We yeah, played did, rock and roll. We played. Well, didn't, didn't you
0: have 40 to register? Did, I, I, did you have to register? Was that what the thing was? Like well, if yeah, I couldn't get it. That's well, a commercial right. license. Yeah. You know I'm what awesome I was
2: that. doing? I was a pirate radio. Star. That's yeah. awesome. You know, but Isn't doing, that great? Yeah,
0: that is really rad. Yeah. Pirate radio. Well, I was hoping that Ted would like do the voice, and I was gonna be like, "All right, Tracy Blair, now it's your turn." A voice like, off. A voice off. But 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 I don't know. I don't know what call sign she had. But I was gonna be like
2: if not do do nighttime. like night time I'm sure there were a lot of guys that were like you know ooh, I was gonna
0: say it's always there but I was gonna be like oh, do yeah. your best Jessica Rabbit impression we'll sit here and try not to melt so. oh so gross yeah. but yeah <laughs> I, about I didn't know
1: that. you know I didn't know what it was that, that industry
3: like. Why'd y'all get out KJ? of this? I, you know, I, I always listened. radio
2: business was a fantastic business. It was, you know, I, it was a six figure business for me, and I had company credit cards and everything else. And then a company by the name of Clear Channel got into the business, and they, what happened is the the business deregulated. When I first started, you could have um, fourteen, excuse me, yeah, fourteen radio stations, okay. seven AM and seven FM, if you were a company. Mm-hmm. You could have two in each market, one AM and one FM. And I was very fortunate. I always wanted to work for ABC-owned and operated stations, and I, and I had the privilege of doing that in Houston. And we had the 14 stations. So we had an AM-FM in Pittsburgh, an AM-FM in San Francisco, WABC, and an FM in New York. And then they deregulated, and it went to 22 stations. Then they deregulated again and said, you can have up to eight per market. So Clear Channel bought all these stations up, and they homogenized it. You heard the same damn format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Tracy went to work for a company where you were doing what eight nine radio stations.
1: I was. It was owned by by them. It was called Star Systems. They called right. it the Death Star because exactly. they they we pre-recorded shows that aired in mid-sized markets. So. And I loved it because I got to do country. I had my country. I was like, and 5, the bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Tina McBride coming up. Uh, and then we had, I uh, did some classic rock, like in Texarkana. I had something in Mesa, Arizona, and the Panhandle in Florida. And all di- so it was so much fun because I would go in and crank out like 20 shows, all different formats that were airing all over. Um, but you
2: never heard the music. You're just, just you're just cutting yeah. yeah. the break. yeah. They the give you a script.
1: Anything. Like, here's yeah. what's next. Here's what yeah. you have to do. Which you know took away the jobs from the local jocks. Right. Not
2: only mm-hmm. that, but you know, radio's a local business. Yeah. Always was. Yeah. The thing that made radio great was the local aspect. Here's just what's relative. going on. here. Yeah. yeah was... Here's what's going on here, mm-hmm. and we're going downtown to do this, and we'll they're lighting the tomorrow. lights at the Capitol, and you know there were there were markets where a tornado was blowing through town. and The only way you'd know is like, nobody's home.
1: Well, and that's that's where it would bite you. So I'd have to, they had a new thing called Google back then. (laughs) And so I'd have to Google and AccuWeather. And so I'd still have to do the weather, which, you know, especially, I think I had one up in Lubbock. (laughs) And it was a deal where it was like, we're supposed to have, you know, probably cloudy skies and then a tornado came through and you know and I'm airing three hours after a tornado had blown through and it just, it makes me look like an idiot right. but I could patch in if I wanted where they could call and but the thing is so I'd pick up the phone and then they're like hey we're trying to find you know the arena for the concert tonight and I'm like I don't know I don't know yeah, yeah. I mean it was just you know smoke and mirrors that's wild. it was fun I, well, I was, to, was,
2: to give you an example I, I was I was telling you, you know we had 14 stations and then 22 stations and then yeah. eight per market at their peak, I want to say Clear Channel had thirteen hundred and sixty radio stations.
3: Mm-hmm. Jesus, well, it was a big uh, morning show with uh, Charlie Hodge, Dale Dudley, Dale. And, Dale. And, yeah, Bob. Dudley and Bob. Yeah. Charlie Hodge went to Austin High, where him and yep. I went to yep. high school. And you know, he back in the day, like that was a big deal with like Chicken Wing, and Charlie yes, Hodge made so that funny. show yeah, in he, my opinion. Yep. And, and Dale and Bob had their own vibrato, but. Charlie was the star, and it was every morning with me, man. And I, mm-hmm. I think once that started getting derailed, and now now Dale's a fucking real estate agent with, with with Realty Austin. He is. His Dale wife is cousin. a real Yeah, agent? yeah, with yes, he is. His they wife. Are, they're
0: all like, "What's what's yeah, the easiest true. pivot?" Yeah.
3: Well, his wife did it, and they teed it up for a couple years. You could always see that that was the lineage yeah. that they were yeah. gonna go. Bob's still there. Um but they I run once, into Bob every uh, once in a while. I used to I saw I actually saw Dale over at Salt Traders about a year ago. He's and a tall I just, guy. I told He's him tall, I was like I, I was, was like, like, Thank you for for being there forever. The dude was an OG. And like yeah, they were I, I had a ton of, I had a ton of good memories listening to that show you know mm-hmm. the halftime you, show whatever in, it was but in they,
2: the 80s and 90s you Charlie know Walker. there was a lot of character in radio there was a lot of entertainment well, and, it, and
3: it was great and once it, once he once he left it kind of i could see it just kind of unraveling and Dale always was pretty candid about how the industry just went to shit and how they everybody they were fucking everybody mm-hmm. over yep. and like they weren't paying people, and like he was worried. Once his contract came up, that they weren't going to do anything. And I guess, I guess at that point, and you might be able to shed some light on this. Is like once they kind of build that fame, and then they have these contracts, and then it gets watered down like that. These people don't want to pay them what they're worth, and really? so they have to go a different yeah. direction, and they they realign their contracts, and it kind of fucks them over. They're like stuff. charging three hundred bucks
2: a spot, but they don't want to pay the right. talent. You is, know,
0: is Clear Channel still a thing anymore?
3: Because I, I remember
0: back in the day, and they've they sold, did, sold a lot off. Is it iHeartMedia now?
2: It's iHeartMedia and they've yeah. sold a lot off. They yeah, because they, of they,
0: basically off. they kind of went in there kind of like a, almost like a Walmart. They had like a Walmart effect yeah. and then like moved everybody out, scaled mm-hmm. it down. But then once, once the attention started drawing away from radio, then they didn't have, then they didn't have much anything. Now they yeah. have to think, hey, we're, yeah, we are to be a media company. When now. I was mm-hmm. in
2: Houston, I was partnered with an, uh, another guy. We were a team and our competition was uh, uh, um, KLOL which was uh, very much like KLBJ FM. Right. It was uh, Stevens and Pruitt and the boner. <laughs> uh, the boner? The sidekick was the boner. Uh, hey, our, boner, get yeah. him on the
3: phone. So it's always the know. sidekick yeah. that gets the yeah. shaft. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. On, ours, yeah. on ours, it was Dick. Yeah, it awesome. Hey, Dick. get <laughs> to the phone. That's fucking funny. <laughs> That's a good dick. They can't have dicks bad. anymore around. you know. There's no yeah. more dicks around. Can't was, say any of
0: this Yeah. I know. Tricky dicks. Um, That's awesome. So who got into real estate first among the both of y'all me
3: you did you did. I, I did were okay. you always title
0: no. no so
1: i okay well let's i've always loved real estate as long as as well as radio um and i did my first real estate transaction when i was 19. Um, my parents passed away and i was left with their house and i had to move and i was like i gotta go to college so i sold their house and got a kind of fixer-upper historical home in San Marcos Nice. and realized I don't want to go to Texas State. Back then it was called Southwest or Southwest. Mm. Nah. The best South six or seven years of your life, said the T-shirt. <laughs> so I transferred <laughs> to nice. uh, St. Ed's yeah. and didn't have a very good realtor experience okay. throughout a lot of these transactions um, until my I met my realtor, Stephanie Taylor, Um, when I sold this house and I was getting married to my still husband and we were moving out a little bit further out on Cave Road and she was just really great. And she worked at a company called Carol Williams. And she was like, girl, you'd be so good. You'd be so good. Well, the real estate, I mean, the radio thing was kind of falling to the wayside. And so I said, all right, I'll do this. I did a little advertising sales for a while. Um, And then I got my license, and I was ready to go, and I just couldn't wait, you know, just to serve all these people. And then the uh, 9-11 happened, and the tech bust happened. And so that was fun. That was my first down market. And from there, um, I sold a little bit, farmed my neighborhood, loved the marketing part of it, loved the people part of it. And then I became... um, was hired as assistant team leader for a KW office in Lake Travis. Nice. And I did that for three and a half years. And then finally my title rep, who's now my boss and vice president of Texas National Title, is a very good salesperson and she talked me into getting into title in two thousand.
3: So you you were in the um the the back end side of the Keller Williams circuit at that point, huh? If you were doing team lead stuff. So you were Yeah, yeah. The the Melanie Diana's sort of thing.
1: Well this was a smaller market center we started at 120 agents and i think i loved recruiting and i think i got it to almost 300 or whatever before i left but um yeah i was like the compliance coordinator the tech guy the everything i wore many many hats and it was one of the best experiences of my life though i learned so much and then um this title opportunity opened up down the hall at the time it was called gracie title and my rep had been promoted to a sales manager and I called her to congratulate her and I was like, I'm so proud of you. Who's gonna, you know, who's gonna take your, your job? She said, nobody yet, and I was totally kidding. I said, well, let me send my resume. And she said, oh, no, no, we'll hire you. I was like, oh, I'm just Damn. kidding. I, mean, I wanted to be you know, in this leadership role for the rest of my life. And anyway, she's a very good salesperson. So two months later, I was at the title company and I've been doing that ever since. Wow. And then when 2008 hit, my, you know, year and a half in, not even. So this is my third market correction. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's a complete uh, reversal here because I, I went in to do some consulting after I left radio, consulting radio station. Okay. So at several markets. And uh, mm-hmm. I would have lunch with Tracy every once in a while. And she said, why don't you, why don't you get into real estate? No shit, <laughs> so she drew you That's
3: in. She yeah. always starts.
0: She drew you yes, yeah. yeah. It's my fault. Can you only imagine some of these like real uh excuse me radio consultants and everyone there has like a beautiful like velvety voice and like you're talking like with, with or, they're or, or they're puking. Pukers, yeah. Or they're, yeah, puking. they're puking Or it's, Or's the, Or's the dude, dude, or uh-huh. the dude who manages the cables who doesn't want to say anything at all. It's either you're all mute or all voice. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it makes
3: sense. It's like it's like why a lot of like uh, customer service industries, like waiters and bartenders, turn into that. I mean, it's like they it's like the same. I it's personality types. I mean, like yeah, I think it fits the same thing. It's, it's like, like the kind of you thing. guys are jovial. <laughs> you have to use your brain to like convince people to enjoy what you're doing, and it's like it's the same yeah. fucking thing. I mean, it's like and you start
2: all night, and you you know you finally work your way down to a morning show where they're actually paying you big money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that uh, and you know, that's
3: the trajectory it. did. So night's kind of the, the garbage yeah, side? I mean, that's where, you, that's where they throw the Overnight the is. I never well, did overnight you,
2: you never did overnight. The middle of the night?
3: Of like, of the no night. You know what my
2: favorite thing? One of my favorite things about radio was, they used to have big conventions, too, when, when everybody owned their radio, 10 or 12 radio stations, not Clear Channel. And uh, we'd go to the... Uh, to the R&R conventions, which was Radio and Records Magazine, or we'd go to the NAB, National Association of Broadcasting. And these are all jocks, you know, they're all jocks. They're program directors and some general managers, and they'd be checking in, you know. And I'd, I used to love their, stand there for a while and they come in and they go, go, uh, yeah, I'm the, oh, I'm, I'm the ugliest mother in rock and roll. And they go, okay, uh, Mr. Mother, you're in <laughs> such and such. <laughs> you know? And we used to just crack that's up. That's hilarious. Because these
0: guys, and they believed it. My name's Moby, you know, and it's like. <laughs> did everyone ha- did everyone have to have, like, their unique name? I guess you had to have something that stands. out. Well, Carson out. Could...
2: was not my real name.
0: Well, I know, so. yeah. So, so that's what you went, so she yeah. said that earlier, and I was, yeah, was, was going to
2: ask you Ted something. Ted Carson for 30
3: years. So. No
0: shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, car- which one's the real name? Which one's the Casper's, Casper's the real name. Real name. Carson
3: okay. was his radio name. Yeah.
0: Why was was Casper too ethnic? Okay. I mean, what are we talking Another about? Another story. I went to work for a <laughs>
2: fifty thousand watt station in Detroit, which was WCAR fitting for Detroit. Oh that's yeah. w- yeah. yeah. w- every car, yeah. <laughs> well, it was owned by a gentleman High Levinson. High Levinson at that time was about eighty. I mean you want to talk about st- stereotypical. Right. He had a Cadillac and oh, a black driver, a Charles. Spirit. Oh, I got you. Okay. Well, he wanted everybody to have the car sound. So we had Carter, uh, oh, uh, everybody. Awesome. And they yeah, said, Who do you want to be? Uh, do, you, do you want to be, I can't even remember what the other one, Cotter or Carson? I said, Well, I'll go
3: with Carson. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, at that weather. time Johnny so was still
2: alive. I was yeah. gonna, say, yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say if
3: Johnny Carson yet, so it was bestowed on you, and then you just kept it. I guess you can't switch it up. Once no, you once you're it. once
2: you're on the air and you're yeah. doing it, the, you know they're hiring you for that with that name, and and actually it's quite convenient because you go to the bank to cash a check and it's with your real name, right? And they're not going, are you? Yeah, it's like that's no, actually no, good. no, I'm not. Actually, and that that would level. work.
0: That would work out. However, I would feel. I could imagine like this is me at this situation if, and if someone was just like I want your last name to to sound like or like we're in Austin, I want your name to sound like a, a type of cattle or something. You'll be will be Ted Angus over here, yeah. I'd be like or Justin Angus, I'd be like I don't know. I that like I feel the, like the, I'm the, wearing the, a, a mask. One of the
2: radio stations I went to work for in Detroit was W I I D. The wide world of music, and uh, oh, wow. everyone's got a little um, shtick, don't they? And no, I, I have I, to. And they gave There's me a name. Everywhere. And they gave me a name because the jingle company had produced all these names, singing names, right? So they gave—I can't remember what it was—the first name. But I was on the air for two days with that name, and I came in uh, on a, on a Monday, and um, the program director said to me, "How are we doing today, Michael?"
0: And I said, Michael?
2: <laughs> and he said, yes, we're changing your name. And I said, okay. And we have the jingle already. And they had combined two jingles. And the name they gave me was Michael Meyer Dineen. So I was hitting all the ethnic groups. Yeah. You know.
0: Michael, M- Michael, Michael My- Meyer. Michael Meyer Dineen. Michael Meyer Dineen. Halloween? I was going to say. And, I was and, say and what the jingle would th- sing,
2: you know, Michael Meyer Dineen. And, and, <laughs> and so I went on the air that day. And I already been on a couple of days, you know. And guy called me up and said, "What are you running from the police?" Yeah, it's <laughs> the <name. laughs> Why, yeah that's like a,
3: a puppeteering dance. You know, that's wild. The radio, it's it's the showbiz game. I mean, it's a it's a faction of showbiz. I would imagine radio. Oh yeah, be, it is. Yeah. Do you feel do you I feel mean, like you
0: pull some elements? Well, and and I think that you do too, in in in, in very subtle ways. But do you feel like you pull um, some elements of your radio career into your real estate? Life?
2: I think so because you're. It's the conversation you're having with people, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're sitting in a room by yourself with a microphone, you got to talk to people Mm -hmm. and you have to talk to people like they're there, you know? So now, when you go in and you you meet a seller who's an idiot, you mm-hmm. just strike up a conversation. You and know, that,
3: we're, we're, we're just we're talking. About it. It. We had, had a conversation with the that's, team that's, the other day about like that's this. That's why. That's why I mentioned what I said earlier. It's like that's why you know people from the the bar industry and the mm-hmm. service industry make that. We're we're talking to our staff, and they were, you know, they, they bitch about having to to do one thing to something that might not make make money and it, you know we always promote like this is it's not transactional it's a relationship game it's mm-hmm. like and i said this exact thing i was like people that are in this industry that don't know how to maneuver conversations get people to like them and have confidence in when they actually you know meet people to befriend them they should not be real estate agents i'm like, like this with scripts yeah no, yeah. i hate scripts i said the same yeah. thing it's like, yeah. i don't oh, want that scripted bullshit it's like you have to be a chameleon it's like i'm not going to say the same shit to the to one person like a 20 year old kid that just moved yeah. here from la as mm-hmm. i would to some 80 year old that's trying to sell his, to his set. It's like well, you have to gonna, adjust.
2: Uh, we're gonna yeah. price your your property uh, correctly. Does that sound good to you?
0: To, yeah, yeah your no, down, tie sound downs, your tie downs, well the um the, uh, the the scripting, the I think all that stuff has to do with people who don't have those skills. You're I mean, right. It's just a sur- it's a surrogate, but I think all of us in here are like, I think at a certain point in time in your life you start realizing when you're being pitched and mm-hmm. you're like uh go on like for some people like you guys get you guys get the calls like hey i'm wondering if you're selling your property because yeah, i've got yeah, the investor you're like all oh, right, right. Ted, you, you,
2: ted you still in the real estate business yeah you're st- yeah. yeah no no hey. They're it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we asking
0: to re- recruit you or some shit, yeah. which, I, which like that, that feeds interested. into my beef a little bit later that we can talk yeah. about. But right. well, like
3: nowadays, there's so much transparency because everybody has so much data and they can tap into the, the behind yeah. the scenes of most things. It's like I think that's becoming archaic. It's like people, it's like now our phones can say this is a bullshit call, like mm-hmm. without oh, even know. even that's doing it, which is, which is phenomenal. Yeah. I never answer them, so <laughs> it's like it's like that's why that's my point. It's like people that get in this industry that don't have that background of being able to be organic right. and like captivate people and draw them to themselves, they have no no reason being Well, here. And,
1: and that and that understands it. I mean, I was still in my 20s when I got my license. Nobody was in their 20s when they, I'm, I'm the OG of 20. Yeah. I mean, so many young people. agents. What's your license agents. number
0: start with? Do you oh, remember? you don't ask her that. You never ask a lady what your license four. number starts with. Oh, that's wrong.
1: I know. What
0: was your start with, Ted? What's your start <laughs> <all I can? laughs> Mine with? Mine starts with five. Six.
1: Five, yeah. Oh, a six. i mean, I'm old. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it, and I had to defend myself. I did, a big, I did a big, one of my best friends worked over at um, Mix 94.7, so she kept me a deal to do a spot. Around 9-11, I was talking about you know, having the American dream, blah, blah, blah. I sounded older than I looked. Real estate and title has aged me. And um, you're, beautiful, by uh, way. you're so sweet, thanks. And so, um, yeah, I would then meet the people. I, I actually got some pretty good leverage off of it, and I, I would meet the people, and they'd be like, do you even own a house? And so I had to defend myself. Yes, actually, I've, I've been doing real estate investing you know, for about 10 years now. And, um, and so that was a struggle. And I, So I love seeing so many young people, but at the same time, I did understand what it took to move, to own a house, to go to a closing. And so I don't know. I, I I feel like a lot of people, and I I think that's the silver lining of what's going on when you have a market shift. Is it kind of thins the herd a lot of people,
3: which I'm
2: all for.
1: Get in yep. for.
2: She gave me a great line money. one time. She was, uh, "You're a new agent, right?" And they say, "How long you been in the business?" She said, "Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. It's been, I Feels can't like even forever. count back. You know." Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd say.
1: Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. It just. Yeah. Seems oh, well, like you to figure it you make it? I tell yeah. all
0: my agents, I was like, "How long you been in?" And they're like, "Um, oh, like three months." I'm like, "You say five years." 5 years right now it's a, it's yeah. enough to know it's enough to know a little bit it's right. enough to be... Yeah. yeah i like, just say I've been in it long enough. Yeah. And, well, you can always go round about, but I'm like, five years. Yeah. Well, that, say, that, that say it off the, to just off, top your
3: being able to think on your toes. Yeah. Um, switching gears here, I, w- I want to get y'all's insight just on the market shift. I mean, let's talk a little bit about some real estate stuff to add just a little, yeah, little a flavor idea. to it, right? I oh, mean, Oh, we got I mean, to cater to the viewers, Yeah, Yeah, I want to hear what's going talk on real the market. The perspective of these wonderful people, they've been through it before, I had a meeting before this with someone who i sold a house to a year ago and now he has to sell it because of oh. different things that are in his life mm-hmm. and it's, you know, I have to explain, hey, it's, this is just part of it. There's economic stuff yep. going on. It, it is what it is. We'll come out of it if you can hold tight, whatever. What, I, I guess, in general, how does what we're seeing today relate to other snippets in the past that you guys have seen on the downturn mm-hmm. and are they all similar in their own right do they all have kind of the same general timeline the same general panic sense but then the same uptick once we're out of it
2: they're all similar because you want to make more money right but (laughs) but yeah this one is somewhat unique to me and i I think the issue we have out there now is we went through this two-year period where you know you'd have 96 people lined up to see the house they're all putting an offer in and you're explaining to them it, there's no roof on the house and they know they're saying, <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> yeah. I want it. You know. Yeah. Yep. And then you get to the position now where people are talking about selling their house and, and in their brain, the price is where it was in 2021. And it's like, no. You're right. It's not. There. It's not the same
0: anymore. It's You it's know, hard to scale and, it and down.
2: then you get the buyer side that's like, "Wow, the market's down." So yeah. that house is a, a million two. What do we offer? Nine hundred? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and I think you said earlier, it's very hard to do comps.
1: It is. Um, it's so granular, you know, oh yeah. per area. It's Absolutely. it's uh it really is. I mean, that's why I send out my stats every Monday, and it's I know it says Travis County, but it's like you'll still see multiple offers in certain areas it's really it's, it's but you're trying to I, price
2: I, a house and it's p.o.b, you know? It's pull it out of your butt because exactly, we're not very much. we're not mm-hmm. sure.
3: When we were talking about that too with with Chris Jacobs where he was saying that, you know, sold dad is archaic data. It's like you know, if you if you're looking at that's something why, that that's sold months ago on,
0: on the pending data all the time, mm-hmm. and, and even then, when it's so mushy, and especially when you go through Q3, Q4, there's not as much uh, data out there. It gets really gray, and mm-hmm. then you really have then you really have to start doing some projections and get and as the prices are coming down, you have to get ahead of them before they get there. Right. Otherwise, you're behind. Yeah. And so then you're just telling your sellers, oh, I want you to cut off. You know. Cut off a little bit here, a little bit here. That's not enough, and that just means you're behind. And like I Chasing tell everybody, let's after, get after to market. Days, price. Right. After thirty yeah. days, your sellers want to hang you because they yeah. ask like. That's, what I, I've that's got some, I've got
2: some sellers now, been on the market, uh, oh, geez, I don't know, hundred days, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're casual sellers. Right. Right. I'm taking them out all the time. They don't want to sell till they find the house that they want. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, we're, and we're not way over. But we could cut another twenty. Yeah, you know. I think mm-hmm. and when I they're, they're patience ready, is they'll do the it. And, it. And,
0: and uh, one, I think patience is going to be the key. One reason why I did why I thought uh, actually uh, I'll give it up. Um, we had another title person who was going to be on, but uh, this this young lady right here said, "Hey, you know who you should have on? Ted Casper. And I was like, "That's golden," because that's you know who we right. haven't had on yet. We haven't any had anyone on from the luxury side, and you, that's dude, that's your bread and butter all day long. So I'm curious. In this market, I think that the people who are probably going to fare the best are the people who don't who aren't in that I have to sell situation, right. yeah. which I would think would lead toward luxury. And are you seeing that like, hey, there's a little bit more room to be patient there? Well, or, there's or there's or another thing happening here, too.
2: A lot of the luxury uh, transactions are cash. Yep. Hmm. We're not worried about interest rates. Yeah. I like that house, and here's what I think it's worth, and here's what we're going to do. My you know.
0: Is that pretty typical, just in general? I mean, is it a larger sum of cash in, in lieu in, in lieu of mortgage? Well, or?
2: when it's you know this this uh, this climate is changing all the time. Um, when you weren't making any interest, right? Buy real estate. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, and, and and now you're starting to make some interests so we can sit back a little bit we'll buy what we want we we probably will buy it cash but
3: when you're seeing more cash stuff now because there's no benefit in using bank leverage versus no. cash when yeah. there's a two percent rate on a million dollar home you yeah you, even if you got the million dollar sitting around you may take out the loan just to leverage the, the Well, will think about it if you nut. bought a
2: house at two and a half, that was free money
3: now. That's what I'm saying. So so yeah. and I mean the percentage change of, of that leverage to take out that loan has changed. And the little bit of the little bit of luxury I've dabbled in. Recently I sold a big one that was all cash too. And I think I don't know if that would have been the case two years ago. There might have been some of that. But the another question I have to that so like the lease world, you know, we do a ton of leases on the on the management side, it's always about just moving the needle to the price point to find that sweet spot. It's like right. we can we can be aggressive on the starting price and it's okay if we're two weeks in and then we adjust a 100 bucks, and then right then we get a flood of applicants. Do you think we'll see some of that climate in the sales market to where back in the day that, that initial pricing structure was so important because you had to be pointed with it? Now is there some room to have a little grace period to where you move the needle? I mean, is that... Yeah, and I
2: also think we're going to be real busy in the spring. I think think we're going to be
0: busy.
3: Pen up, uh, you know, demand out there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I hope so. It's it's uh, it's it's fun, And, and this. I guess one of the main questions too is: is this a true kind of market crash or is this more of a we're coming down to earth be and we were we were so high on the we pie in the sky Cras- that's, Cras- that's, crash that's, or correction that, yeah and right? That, right and that's yeah. and that's what i've always been preaching to people it's like look chill out everybody we are getting back to normal this you, is, you
2: know the other thing too is that that some of these sellers have to take into consideration is is the value of their home went up so much right they're concerned about going to buy another home because I want to pay 8% interest. Mm -hmm. Man, you you get 100% more than what your home was worth five years ago. What are you you talking about?
3: Well, that's it. That's that mind fuck that everybody's dealing with right now. It's like it's like you can't put that that genie back in the bottle when it's like and I think that's going to fade out over time and even if the rates stay where they are we fast forward a year from now the reality will still be palatable but it'll it'll be a little it'll be a a little less impactful based upon it's like that short term amnesia they'll forget about the glory days and then it'll be it'll be more Real.
2: You know what the thirty-year average is for mortgage rates? Ten percent. About six. Okay, six and a half. Mine was ten percent. That house I bought in <laughs> San Marcos. <laughs> Seriously, the, the, that house that I bought in San
1: Marcos was at a ten percent interest rate. I had no credit. I was yeah. like twenty.
2: Our first home, my wife and I's first home. Was fourteen percent.
3: Yeah, See, and that's 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 why I kind of came with that that ten number. All, all the people that I talked to that have purchased real estate over the last 30, 30 plus right. years is like,
0: oh, back in Monday, it was fourteen fifteen percent. Yeah, I know. we're talking you know. about walking to school he, he, in the snow. He, 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 yeah, yeah. I'll here's, what, here's the reality is that, and, and uh, John knows my stance on this. I've been saying this for years, but um, but for the last what is it? Uh, for the last since since two thousand eight. So what is that, 15 15 years? Last 15 years, the interest rates have been incredibly, historically low. And everyone got used to that, and that became the norm. And Mm -hmm. now once it's not the norm, it's going back to the... The norm from like a like a hundred year trajectory. trajectory but we're where were they
2: before uh, two thousand eight and and everybody got on their knees and, banks, and eight.
3: they were seven. And eight. All my other houses were seven percent. See, and, that, and that's that's normal. And that, that, yeah. That's the relative. Hell, we refinanced that fourteen mm-hmm.
2: yeah. at ten. That's yeah. wild. And we were doing back What great. are we going to do with all the money? So, <laughs> so
3: on that same same note, to kind of put it in a different perspective, so the the tax rates they went up off those proposed values because things were so elevated, right? Everybody's, you know, I'm sure you've got a million calls. Him and I have been dancing around these escrow calls. You know, I have people crying on the phone to me that bought a house that they could afford last year that they can't this year because right. of the spikes. I had one, a new build, one of these luxury ones that went up two grand because you know they were the title company didn't do the calculations right, and it just the the unimproved to improved. I've I've got other people that that have. Resales that went up like 900 bucks in a, in a monthly mortgage payment when you're already strapped as it is, that crushes it. Yeah. I, my hope, and I want y'all's insight on this. Is that those values will be readjusted with the new data? Will the counties actually make that sacrifice and bring them down? Are banks' escrow calculations going to be savvy enough to say, I don't need to take as much money from you next year? When are we going to feel the reprieve no, on that?
0: Th- no, they're, they're definitely going to mess it up because they don't care enough. I've, I've, I've already kind of yeah. gone through this. The, they, I, the, the loan servicers are not... They messed up, and that's why they... they, they I think it was a year... A year ago, they actually decreased them. Like a lot of them, decreased the amount that people were supposed to pay for some reason. And then once the new tax bills came in, then they had to over jump it. And now that's where you have instead well, of gradual on taxes increase. going down. What's that?
3: <laughs> well, that's that's the, that's the question. I mean, what are the counties going to do? When they, you know people are more aggressive about protesting, and they can actually provide yeah, the data do. that now is showing less. I mean, they're going to have to push. To me, back there on. has yeah. to be a downward scale to it. And yeah, even if the mortgage companies don't do that, when the tax bill comes out, they're going to. I've been I've been encouraging people to take over their escrows as much as they can if they're allowed to, and that way they can kind of control a little bit more themselves. I do an escrow. Then and that, that's that's the best way we to do it. Taxes if you can't, some end of the banks year. won't. I've heard. I've had some VA folks that they've called and tried, and the VA loan VA servicers won't. It's not a VA thing because I. I did a little research on that, but certain banks won't let you do it, you know, Mm -hmm. certain mortgage servicers won't. But I, maybe I'm just just a hopeless romantic, but I think that these values are going to go down and that we're going to see a decrease in these property values county to county over the next, you know, 12 to 24 months due to if if, if the collaborative approach of like the masses protests on a grand scale and actually show the real data. There's gonna be the real data to actually prove lower, lower. Well, let's there's, call it normalization. Yeah. The, the, because
2: you're in Austin, Texas, and these things are not gonna fall off a
0: cliff. It's just mm-hmm. not gonna happen. Well, there's, but, there's, but they there's are gonna, another, gonna go down magnetic thirty percent from where they yeah. were, you know, from 12? twelve months ago. There's enough magnetic the that's that gonna that's gonna yeah. be self sustaining. But here's what's gonna happen. The interest rates like there's no there are no indicators that it will get lower. For yeah. what reason? For why? Is the is the, uh, is the the government printing less money? Are they spending less They'll money? They'll come off. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be going to be off. 6%. But that's going to but that's gonna be based upon demand. I did an it'll FHA still, say at 6.5 today. But it will still be higher well, than what we saw beforehand. Absolutely. Because, it, because it's higher, the effective rate of what you pay on your monthly mortgage um, will mean that the, the inversely that the sales prices will have to come down. And they will come down. And, and what happens
2: is your affordability stays stable. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're paying 6%, but the price of the home has come down,
3: your payment is the same. Well, it's relative. It's like I I use this reference, too. A million-dollar house, someone bought it with a 3% interest rate. If that rate goes up to 8%, you lose about 40% or you gain about 40% of a monthly increase in your monthly nuts so that now that million dollar buyer can only afford a $600,000 house so I mean that's got to level out that's what we're seeing now and that's the that's the gut punch that everybody's and experiencing some good things are happening
2: but well, we just voted in yeah, that went from the day, 40% the to, the day, 100%, to 100%, 100% yes. $100,000 on, $100, on a Homestead high
3: five. Yeah. Homestead taxes 100000 so always Homestead your taxes always it always makes me cringe when I try to tell people to Homestead their taxes and they don't yeah, that's my job not blasting it enough but
0: well we need to blast it hard but uh, right now my uh, my wife is so desperate to get into another house. My wife. My wife. But she always tells John and, and lets him know she's like, Justin just, just needs to buy a house and John's like, Oh, you're gonna buy you something. You need to spend money. You're too frugal. And, and no I'm just waiting for the I'm waiting for the right time, but I'm like, I'm still I'm I think it takes us at least six months to a year to six months <laughs> a year to get to get to to to, to Respond to these market changes and uh, and what they've been making them every every months two months. Two months. To you know, I, 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 I used no, to but it didn't it wasn't eight. It wasn't seven. Of, I know. Was, I know you said six in some areas. It's seven, seven uh, percent. I mean, we we haven't responded to that, and prices are still coming lower. And it depends. Q one and Q two prices are way higher than they are typically in Q3 well, and q What I think is important it's is what you tie. just
2: said about my wife. I used to teach a class here at Keller. <laughs> oh, no. And, yeah, and, anyway. and I would talk to these agents, especially the new agents, and I, I, I said, understand that there is nothing you can say that will compel somebody to buy a house. They have their reasons. Uh, more kids, uh, downsizing, upsizing, mm-hmm. new Bye. job, different location. Yeah, they have their reasons for buying or selling a house. They're not yours. I mean, you, you, it's not like you're going in and saying, you really need this hammer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. ever be pushy about it. Right. It's a, the, the number one rule of persuasion is you cannot get someone to do something that they do not want to do. Correct. Right. You have to find out. So what's our job? That's the so key to sales agent. Find out what they want. So what's find our job? Why.
2: Here's Here's what's so convoluted is the people like these attorneys that are suing people, they think we go around and open doors. Mm. They don't know we take eight hours illegal to renew your license. They don't know that you're looking at market trends. They don't know that you're going into a neighborhood and really trying to find out what it's about and what's gonna expand there (laughs) and what they're gonna build.
1: They don't know any of that. The unpaid hours that goes into a transaction (laughs) from lenders, realtors, and title. Seriously, it's- it's, um, We need to write a book, The Unpaid
3: Hours. It it is. Everybody thinks.
1: Thank you. Rough housing. Unpaid hours. That's really Let's think of some more. Um,
3: more. Unpaid hours. But but seriously,
1: what? What a true professional. This is why again, thinning the herd. This is going back to a normal market. But life happens. Death happens. Divorce happens. This is what we deal with at the title company. It's still going to happen, you know. (sighs) And and this is when you have survival of the fittest, right? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, and and it's. And you gotta work,
2: and we work yes we work i love these jerk offs in the in the, <laughs> the attorneys that are like you know yeah well they don't do anything yeah. and, and they get these uh, uh enormous obs- Dude, commissions t- 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 Ted,
0: how much so i know you you may have done it at some point in time may have i know i know a uh, a real estate uh, lovingly i say this a real estate psychopath who knocks on doors every day have you knocked on doors yay or nay no you never not ha- however there are some people who have, and I, I've done it in the past, not recently. It but, works. But the real estate weapons psychopath, who right I say right? lovingly, yeah, he, he has been knocking on a whole bunch of doors and has picked up listings in this one area of town. And But I have to say, to when I did it, I had the hose turned on me. <laughs> Did you really? I had the door slammed, a host run on me, a guy threatened to put it's his dogs out. How, like for you to go out there and just be like, I am I have no I have nothing coming in. I'm starting off fresh. I've gotta start my business one way or another. I'm gonna do shotgun approach, I'm gonna do mailers, I'm gonna do cold calls, I'm gonna do door knocks, I'm gonna do open houses, all that stuff that gets sunk in in your in your first five years where there's like a ninety five percent drop off rate, you're not getting paid for any of that, none of it that's until correct. until it turns into something. I would, unpaid hours. I always tell people, essay.
2: you know, if I don't have something in escrow, I'm unemployed.
0: Absolutely, exactly. I mean, and I've, worked,
2: I've these, worked these attorneys don't take into account when you take buyers out for four months. Yeah, and these motherfuckers get these and motherfuckers they go, get paid uh, to know, respond time. to an email. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so these attorneys. decided we're not going to buy.
3: Well, and that's a, that's a, yeah. I've worked with right. people for. Two years before I got paid I mean and you probably have a million of those and, and that's why it's it's uh it's absurd when yep. people kind of shake a stick at have y'all
2: ever had a house on the market for 326 days no
3: I have yeah I don't want to
0: after 30 to after 30 oh, days shows. they ask you what they start thinking what do we, we have you here for well that's a
2: very something I'll tell you off the air the tell story. me off the two stories <laughs> <air. laughs> <laughs> <It's not
0: really laughs> some stuff we can't say even though we're trying to I tell know. you as much as possible but we if still you still look, get canceled
1: if you sell it quickly then they'll also say well Do I have to pay pay you all that? Do I have to pay you all that? Hey, just because it went went
0: well and and we didn't see what you did, we think that we shouldn't give you nearly this. It's it's either way. It's either it's a high market or it's it's a (laughs) hard market. It's an easy market. You're not doing enough or we didn't see what you did here. And you're like, yeah, so because I because I basically paved this road so that we didn't have any bumps the misconceptions. You're, getting, you're getting mad at me it's ridiculous because, and that's that's why I think that case is ultimately I had somebody
2: ask wrong. me one time they said well you got a company car don't you
1: <laughs> well they do think that's a common people yeah. think that you are on salary I mean I didn't understand how realtors got paid really until I got into real estate I didn't understand how title got paid I mean the title, by the lenders. way, the title company makes the least amount in the transaction. Yeah. FYI, no doubt.
0: So, so, hey, did you watch one of our episodes and you are like, I better, be able, I better be able to prepare this answer for them? <laughs> no, because because our first episode, oh, wait, our I, first I still episode, don't we grilled someone. understanding we still, no one I still does. don't get you, that. You, so you, Jonathan Jonathan you still
1: don't get that. That one, dude. I was I like, no I
3: had no idea. When we asked them, they all got quiet. They both got quiet. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's
1: like, yeah, total transparency here. We work on commission like you guys. We get a small little small tiny little percentage of the title, title insurance policy. policy. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and so when your deal's best, our deal's best. Or here's the fun one. Please open title. I get it. We we want to open title, but then you let it close somewhere else. Right. We need that cost. Oh yeah. You know, we have to yeah. pay for that or you know anyway I'm and it's, no, it's, no. It's,
0: yeah it's a it's a beef for sure it's definitely, definitely lots worthy. of leveraging you, and title companies same with like unsung heroes they do a whole they do a whole bunch of work and so send some stuff up they've saved my butt a few people. times same, same with
3: listings too like if you, for luxury listings i go ham on the marketing i'm mean, i spend thousands of dollars right. for a million dollar plus getting listings. a drone out, like, out there doing video, yeah, doing I, get, I do some bullshit like you know photos. 90 minutes snippet that three people watch but i do it to show my clients that I give a shit and that I'm trying the most approaches that I know how to try to get this thing sold. If that doesn't sell, yeah, I've, I've, I've sunk about, I think the most I ever did on a listing was close to about four and a half K or something like yeah. that on a pretty, pretty hefty listing. And it closed and it was a long road, but I, towards the end of it, it's like, you know,
0: I have to make peace with that if it doesn't it's, come it, it around. May, it may not come back. I have a quick question for Tracy, yes. and you don't have to answer this on air, but I'm curious about it off air. When when you open title, mm-hmm. what what does that? Can you tell me what that cost looks like, or you can just say, "Nah, let's do that after, Let's do that." That's you know, company, that's proprietary. I
1: know. I know it's a couple hundred bucks. I should have that
0: answer. Is that a button push? Is it hard to? Do? Yeah, it's to <laughs> open
1: title. Yeah. Well, here. Okay, let me explain how that process goes. We call that a TBD. Okay, um, when you have a listing and you're like, "Okay, uh, I got this listing open title," we're gonna put the actual contracts that we have before that. Before that, right. and so we might. Not immediately open it if we've got other, you know. This business is kind of slow right now, but Mm -hmm. anyone's seasonal, whatever. Um,
2: Yeah, they'll open it uh, by phone right now. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't (laughs) take long. But three of them, you You got the
1: plan. (laughs) Well, here's how I used to, because it's all also about. I know we don't really like scripts, but you know, the the point I think part of it is that we have all the paperwork. We can especially especially if you know of death, divorce, anything like that. We want you to open title so we can get, you know, the ball rolling. But if it's just a regular, you know, Sally and Tom are selling their house and they have a mortgage, that's it. You don't really need to, but it is a good selling point as a listing agent when you're negotiating. Hey, I've already opened title.
0: That's our way. That's yeah. our way of, of committing the contract. Exactly.
1: To. And so, but when I would represent a buyer, for example, back in my day, a long time ago, and they'd say, "Oh, well," and I'd want to write in my title company, which at the time was Gracie Title, Austin's first title company. Rest in peace. My um, too. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, they would say, "Oh, I've already opened title at X Y Z Title." I'd say, "Okay, cool. So once we get under contract this afternoon, I'll get a copy of the title commitment this evening." <laughs> nice. And if they'd be like. I say, oh, you're pulling that one. All right. So I'm writing in Gracie Title. Boom. You know, there is a point to it, but it doesn't have to happen, but it does help. But then don't just like go let it close. This has been happening more and more and it will fall off or
3: to me how, how much you know. how much credence is in it to the way that I pitched to myself sellers? like i so there's some that are more black and white but it's like look i want to see if there's any skeletons on your title that we need to adjust I, or, yeah, or I, I think it's
1: important yeah, and, that, and that's why that.
3: i do it with my sellers it's like hey let's open title let's try to do it and i'm fortunate to have relationships that they allow me to do it even if they do it begrudgingly yeah, yeah. because i've i've had a few where it's like oh shit there's an heir that might get some some dollars on this thing especially yeah. with like probates i've done a few mm. probate sales and it's like, you have to do it on that. You sure I do, mean, because mm. you
1: don't want to have any surprises. And and in this, you know, when, when economies shift a little bit, I mean, it's <clears throat> incredible. Sometimes sellers won't tell you what's going on. I mean, we've opened title and they have $150,000 oh, in yeah, federal income bull- they, 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 may,
0: they may not know, and, and, and we, a lot of people who are in the industry take for granted that we know more about these things mm-hmm. than other people who are just, I do, you know, I'm in You know I'm a computer guy, and I only know this. And I bought this house, and it's yeah, it's we have no we have no clue, or it's just some sweet person who just just doe-eyed and hasn't has no clue. We kind of have to do that. And there's there's a I was thinking about this while we were talking here. I'm wondering like, is there a way like if we're if we're Jedi mind tricking this thing? It's like, is there a way like what if? And I'm not saying people should do this, and please. Realtors, if you if you have a problem with it, please like, subscribe, share, and comment <laughs> to this to this uh... YouTube or Spotify or whatever. Um, but like, what we're if, only gonna reply with gifts though. They're they're just, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will accept yeah. gifts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please yeah, give, me, give me all gifts. day long. But yeah. like, what if what if you let in and say, hey, I'm i as an agent front loading costs. Hey, I'll pay for that. Op- I'll pay for that opening that title. And then when the people, because I have a, sometimes I have a hard time. It's like you're. As an agent, you're sometimes hamstrung as far as like going with the title company that you want versus the title company that you don't. Mm-hmm. And but like, what if you said not only hey, title's been open, but hey, I also opened title. And I paid for that dime, and so if that's going to come out, then I want. Then I want. I don't know the value. Like, is there a way to engineer to where I'm getting mm-hmm. my title company every time? Because I would love to make sure that I. It's so a title my, policy. That, that's, way, that's the, that's <laughs> the flex. Yeah, no, if, no, that's se- if sellers are
3: paying for the title policy, and I'm repping the buyer. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna going to rock the boat and have my buyers pay for that policy and spend thousands if some dipshit agent wants to use their title company yeah. because their seller is paying for mean, it. Mean, so meanwhile, like, that, that's my, meanwhile, that's my co- hang on.
0: <laughs> meanwhile, COVID era, it didn't matter. So you, you and have, have, have had it, this it, argument and, and I don't push, co- you push. I don't. COVID like, era, I'm like, okay, COVID if you're paying for it, use whoever the COVID fuck you COVID era, want. it didn't matter we have the house that you want to buy we hey we're dictating yeah. terms now yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the other now it's the other yep. end of the spectrum yep. you know now I, hey i've got the buyer who will say yes right now we just have to use this title it, company it, it all depends on who,
2: on who you're using and and again the conversation is uh look i want to use this title company because uh, i close with kc mm-hmm. when, whenever i can kc clark yep. kc clark, clark. she's sure she uh, she's a, a bulldog Texas national title she's a bulldog yeah. I mean, she just keeps digging and digging and digging. I had a, a client, uh, I guess he was a client, and um, he was one of these guys that you know wanted to buy a house, and it was my neighbor had hired him in their company. And he said, he needs a house. And I said, okay, fine. So I sent him down to a lender in this building, and she came back the next afternoon, next morning, and she said, Ted, these people, have to really work at being, of having this bad a credit. I mean, they had to sit down with a list and go, we're not paying any of these. It was so bad, right? So we ended up buying, you know, you talk about luxury market, and I tell people, yeah, luxury market, I'll sell it with wheels, you know.
0: And and I literally did, it was a mobile home for
2: $14,000. The floorboards were out of it and everything. The inspector came out, I hired an inspector to come out, and he went through the place and he came out and he said, Ted, I, I can't charge him for this <laughs> inspection. Nothing works. here. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Illegally well, can't. <laughs> and Casey went to work looking for the title. Well, Could not find this title. I think she closed it. me
0: a little while ago. I think she closed me yep. in October. Um, yes, well, you know did. what she
2: did? She went to the Department of Motor Vehicles. Yes, D&B, And she Found did. the
0: trailer. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she does. yes. Yeah. She did some title work. Bulldogs. Yeah, I mean it, they do a hard. lot.
1: And and so it, to that end, it's about relationships. Always. You said. know what I mean? Um and please, I'm just gonna ask people, I'm not a vendor. You know, they, they do they do hot dogs at the base but we're a partner, you oh, know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and people are like, Oh, our vendors. Mike, lenders are not vendors. It's
2: an extension of your team.
1: It it, it is. It's a family. Like, it's it is, and it and it's a partnership. I don't call my CPA my vendor. Our partners. I don't call my my financial advisor a vendor.
3: I like that perspective. You know
1: what I mean? I'm like, but that, but that out. belittles us. I mean, in so partners. many ways, we get you know used, abused, and people are like, ah, it's just a title company. Yeah, they got deep pockets. They're gonna buy me some lunch. Um, you know, it's so much more than that. It really is about creating, making you look like a superstar. And that's how we make our decisions. To do it. And, and it, because and, yeah. if
2: they're wrong. It's a reflection on you. Oh, I've, had, I've, well, I've, you, I've you, lost
3: title companies because they hmm. miss things on titles, and at closing, they're like, oh, I, I that's that slipped, or I didn't see it. It's like, listen, I can't. If yeah. I'm advocating for you and yeah. you just blew up a deal yeah. for me, I ain't ever going we're back. Humans, I mean, like that's, That is what it is. I don't care. Exactly. It's like, you know, you got one job. To, not that you have one job. I and mean, that sounds shitty, but it's like well, that. But, but the good one, that just, that just magnifies how important the good ones we are. We all need when to you, stay in our lane. Yeah, you know? when you
0: find the good ones, you when you find the good ones they're they're ahead of it before you. When you find the good ones, they're the ones talking to you to coordinate because there are some things that title companies can do to make agents look like idiots and there are some things that agents can do to make title companies look like idiots. And having that like nice coordinated dance is really particular so I like to have, I like to have um, my my choice select uh, title companies so I know who I'm working with. If I can't get If I can't feed if I can't feed this group now the group this group then I'm like hey then this is my ultra. that's kind of my job that's my Jedi mind trick if I can't do if I can't preload it then fine I'll say hey I can't get my number one can can we agree can we compromise on a number two do you have a number two and and it depends sometimes I get my ways yeah I got a number two
2: but you know there's nothing like getting the call Ted. There are three half brothers that just. Oh yeah, that's, up.
0: That's, that's, yeah. The, that's the worst. That's well,
3: and, to hate to interject, but I'm, 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 my job is to keep us on timeline. We have about fifteen minutes, and we want to get in today's beef. Can I, thank you. It's going gonna, to it's gonna segue too. into today's beef, and it actually kind of it kind of outlines some of the stuff that we've been talking about. And the, today's beef, do you,
0: there's two. Do you want to go? Do you want to go for frame the beef? Do you want the number first one? Do you want the number one? the number two. Number
3: one because it kind of goes off what we're talking about. I think we can. I think we'll roll with it. So so in today's days there's a lot. Of there's a lot of talk about this, and you and you both can kind of help us relate to the public and the and the people that are out there as to why we have a long runway for this to even be a thing.
0: But what's today's beef, Justin? Frame the beef, John. I'm going to frame the beef today. Um, tech hubris. hubris, hubris, ego in real estate. Mm. Well, there we- are so many. There are so many people. So many, so many uh, business owners, so many, so many brokerage owners. Will we ever be replaced by an app or AI? And, and I wanted to
3: bring this up after the stuff that we've been talking about, and I've been thinking about it. It's been back of mind since we've been kind of talking about what we do, all the little nuances and the intricacies of what we've kind of discussed from. You know, being able to be, you know, aware of your title reps and not just being door openers and actually drilling down into neighborhoods and spending those unpaid hours, you know, and you know, to me, I don't think removing the human element from a real estate transaction is in in our foreseeable future. Now, if there was a platform, and I've always said this, that could combine the workings of a lender, title company. Insurance agents into one platform and make that uniform, right? So, right now they're all parceled off, but like, I, I it's not too far fetched that there could be a world where you know the title reps and the lenders both do the same thing and the insurance companies all are there to 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 I kind think of The manifest- question is, will they do it well? Well, and that's hey, that's hey, what hey, it hey, is. Hey, that's hey, the hey, question.
0: Let's we're, we're, we're framing it hard. Will we, will, will we see replacement by an app? Or AI. I'm
2: going to quote you another uh, deal. <laughs> deal from that ta- that even trial, that, trial that to was going on here for yeah. you know the the attorney said, "Why do we even need realtors? It's 2023. You can go online and find everything you want." Mm. And my answer to that is, uh, and and he he uh, the end of that statement was, and then you just find a realtor to write it up. And I said, "That's great. Bring me." That listing that you want me to write up, and by the way, that's old thirty days ago. Yeah. You looked on Zillow, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: I got a Zestimate. You
0: got a, got you a got Zestimate, You got <laughs> a zet. You got a, ze- you, got a you didn't. Ch- you didn't check. Or you didn't check around. You didn't have that. There's a personal experience of going to all these places and re- and recognizing what you like and what you don't like. I always tell my clients, hey, there's what you. We sit down. There's what you want. And then then there's what the market has to offer and you have to you have to reconcile that in some way and that's a very personal physical Process that I'm you, glad can't you said that. Hey, if you want a cardboard box, we can go get you a cardboard box right now. But you're buying a house, and that's something that's going to have uh, investment potential, and it's going to define it's going to uh, define who you are to some degree, and it's going to ha- and it's going to have everything about your daily daily life. Well, it's the, not so easy. The photos just to look and the technology with it's photos, not. like you
3: don't know what's on. That, right?
0: staging?
2: This is still a boots on the ground. Absolutely, absolutely.
3: absolutely. absolutely. And, yes, and, and how about just retrospective, like knowledge, and like being able to like bounce ideas off off a professional. It's like w- would you go into a courtroom without a fucking attorney? You could probably represent yourself, but sure, I would want could've... somebody that knows the interworkings of the courtroom. It's like it's very relative to that. You can but cut out that commission. You, know? you cut out Yeah, that's right. They shouldn't CPA. be paid though, I right? Can, for coming in there with this Yeah, and no. that, that's, that's the C P A piece and it's like to what you said earlier. It's like yeah, someone could present a house to me, but without us dissecting every element in it, we can walk into a house, did you look at the HVAC closet, did you look at the age of the roof, did you see a seam crack in the, did you check in the drywall? The,
2: did you check the sofa and the car up on blocks next door? Yeah, exactly. You know, so, yeah, are you looking around, like, are
0: you using, hey, what about the sniff test? How many of us in this room can detect piss in a house? Yeah. I mean, I can't. Well, I
2: meant to tell you that when we
3: came in today. <laughs> <about that>. uh, <laughs> hey, that was I in the last room. Too yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you a
2: quick one. I'll tell you a quick story. This is years ago. I I, I was uh, here at Keller, and Brian Reynolds, I officed with oh, him. Oh, wow, yeah. And I was looking on uh, looking for a house for a couple in California, I had a couple of kids. And I'm looking at this house, and I'm going, this is fantastic. This is beautiful got wood floors it was like three hundred and two thousand or something like that i said brian come on i'll buy you lunch let's go out and take a look at this house so we head out it was kind of northwest we pull in look at this house it's beautiful get it unlocked go inside it's wonderful they've got the kids playscape in the back and everything we're going this is a buy this is perfect for these guys we're coming out we're locking up and I'm looking across the street and I said, there's something weird about that house across the street. It looks like the fence is only like 10 feet from the back of the, the house. And just then, the train came through oh. full of aggregate, yep. uh, aggregate. And the whole just block started shaking. shaking. It was like an old Lucy episode. Yep. <laughs> okay, well that's why that's I'm house home. 302. Yes. and Nobody wants yep. to live there. And you
3: gotta go see it. So, what do y'all think it would take for it to all be digitized and all be trans transferred through? Can you,
0: through an can app? you tell? I, I still come back. To it. Can you tell? a Road. I'm, I'm thinking. My life is. I'm in Oak Hill, and and like my life is being ruled by Oak Hill Parkway. But once it's done, and uh, they've been, been opening great. up little yeah. lanes. A little it's bit. A little beautiful. bit. Beautiful. Oh, it's gonna look awesome. It's gonna but. Be- can you can you take a road builder and digitize a road builder? Right. Yeah. Like, stop telling me this. How many how many have people told y'all? Oh, you guys, you like AI is going to take over, and then and then I mean, av- stop. buy a house always relative. Relative. I'm like, I don't if, think it, so. It
3: will make certain aspects a little bit little bit. I I guess short shorter ended and I mean like the ability for people to look it gives them a sense of like I mean back in the day when there wasn't Zillow and stuff I mean the the discovery phase was probably a little bit more elongated as far as they right. trimming the fat on their home search wow. right. so like some of that stuff might be be relative I mean but I still don't think the little nuances could be
1: no do you Tracy, think the first do think? time do you think a first time home buyer would want to do an AI I mean, no. you, you know, this is their biggest investment. You need to have somebody that's going to hold your hand or an investor, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, no, we're human beings and there's too much of a human factor. I mean, houses are where we live. I, I just don't see how AI could take, take that over. I just don't in the, in the long run. They yeah. can help maybe with some of.
2: They help me write things.
1: Yeah. Exactly, the right listing. Yeah, is.
0: better, better. Uh, yeah, we don't have to spend time being being Shakespeare on those uh, on those public remarks. which is another yeah, your, your description which is my, my, my another beef.
2: bitch I have.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> it's a beef. Who, it's
2: a beef. Friend the That's beef. That's what I meant. Beef, what I meant.
3: <laughs> we want shirts that say "friend the beef."
2: Who is selling this adjective book that some of these agents are buying?
3: Oh, like like oh, ro-
2: well, robust, it's a, robust, robust. It's, it's natural. Robust light, light, robust open, light. Yeah. You can <laughs> see
1: forever yeah. out the back door. Yeah.
2: The kitchen was skillfully crafted yeah. for the t- I'm,
3: the delicate approach. Hey, we used of to use that lights. book when we
1: did the luxury TV yeah, show. Yeah, but I thought. not
2: to this extent. Yeah. Not to the point where it's adjective, 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 yeah, oh, that's, adjective, yeah, adjective, yeah, yeah, yeah. adjective. Your eyes will melt from the sunset. It's like. <laughs> It's, it's a like a romance novel. in Shady Hollow. Right? You know, yeah. You're, yeah <laughs>
0: the, you've got to think of something. Everyone thinks that there's something colorful. I have had other, uh, cl- I have had uh, listing client sellers who who come from a sales background, who when their house isn't selling and they don't want to make a conditional change or a price change, they're telling me that I'm not using uh, the the right wording on a public. Oh, on a oh, public you didn't route. you didn't
3: reference the park that's around the corner yeah. on your description? It's like, like oh, oh, that's gonna get someone to come in here and buy it. It might not be because of your price point. You know? I, I mean let, it, me, it, let me reference walking the, distance what, to Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you telling are you telling me that that the description of of the farm on the back of the milk label is gonna sell that milk any faster no. than the pricing? No. I don't think so. And and this is where I want to turn this back to our audience. Audience do you think that real estate can, should, or will be be digitized in the future? Please leave us a comment, a GIF if you prefer, uh, but let us know what you think uh, in the comments on YouTube, Spotify, or whatever you're listening to. And on. I
3: want if, you, if you're going to claim that, back it up with how and why. Yeah, and we'll totally. respond with GIFs only. No words. Hey, we got a bigger, bigger
2: chance of, you know, print me a house.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's well, that's a real thing now. Nah. Well, and, 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 and cool. it and it may and the affordability. So, uh, do y'all watch the Patrick De- Bet David podcast at all? Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh worth we're checking out, but uh business business guy makes makes a podcast and has like a big big following, but he came except for real estate then he came in from the insurance angle, right? Okay. And so he's got all these he's got all these people on there and um, his team of of co-hosts, one guy was talking about affordability and what that looks like now, and he was saying how you know Austin and other big cities are becoming just so hard to to live in and to be affordable, and we had some we had some insurance folks that have not. I don't want to spill the beans on that podcast, but they're saying that there's some it movement. Already be in the, aired by now. What's that? It
3: would already be aired by the time we air this one. The time we are, oh, it, fair beans.
0: enough. Yeah, that's a good thing. Sorry, my brain doesn't work right now. Um, but uh but, anyways, they said that uh, insurance rates are going up, yeah. and right. they will go up. And, it, and it's and it's now their time in the sun as far as the COVID bump, and it'll mm-hmm. change. But but not until but, not until the prices But look what's come happening in
3: Florida. You, know, you can't get
0: any insurance. Same, same no, with California. I, we talked about that too. I we've
1: got some uh, properties in Corpus, not on the beach. I lost three insurance policies. Wow. Um, and I had two weeks to find new ones because UPC was dropped. We just got letters yeah. they're like, That's it. Uh, I'm like, well, what? They're, I
3: gotta, they're, I gotta they're find running scared th- out of a lot of markets California same thing. Yeah. Yeah. California, Florida, Florida, that's what that's what we talked so, which about is, in that which episode. Is it was illuminating because they're it's it it's like, like there's well, not enough money anymore. The wells the wells doubled. run dry because yep. of all the natural disasters. It's like yep. a perfect storm, if you will. Yep. Of all the shit that's been going on. Well it's
0: additional it's additional pressure on affordability. So what I think, hey, uh, what is it? The necessity, uh, necessity is the mother of all invention, or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think that builders are now going to have to start making making cheaper ho- like quality but cheaper houses that are stronger and more durable mm-hmm. and those things are going to change. There's a cost there's a cost incentive now to do these things. And I I start to, I think that leading up into the future I think that we're going to have a lot different looking it's also houses size. and styles. Size you know, as well. You, well, you, you know you
2: got two people living in 7000 square feet, really?
3: Yeah.
0: That sounds oh, like the
2: luxury Disney market too. talk I to Ted. I don't know, about, yeah. I don't
3: know about these median income. One percenters. Hey, <laughs> yeah. luxury, so, you
2: know, Try all matter of 10. where you are, <laughs> yeah, you know. Right.
0: It's yeah, like you all can, relative. You can
3: go far away. You we bought that. our
2: first house. That was luxury.
0: But uh, yeah. back to the beef. Um, there's so many people that have told me for years Hey, this is your job is gonna turn into an app, or are you worried about AI or anything like that? And I'm like, no. Bring it on. No. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. If you've ever sold if you've ever been in a hard real estate transaction, if you went through the like the padded room of uh, like a builder transaction, then I can see why you think that way. Yeah. Right. But if you've ever got your hands dirty on the resale market or when times weren't just like a breeze then that's where that's where I think no app no well, app and there's be been some it. little
3: snippets of that and, and almost like a litmus test with some of these discount brokerages that do it all digitally and yeah. it's like they it's watered down the product is shit they there's there's no directive I mean we've all done deals with the the different entities that exist out there, and it's night and day compared to actually well, talking is. to somebody. It, it's it's like pulling teeth. They they discount themselves. I've had people like sellers that I finally got around to that were represented by discount brokerages, and it's like I almost want to shake them and be like, you know, you could yield way more money for this. And and, and it's just a pain in the ass. And you to don't have with, anybody to talk. You, to. you know, I mean? anybody to talk to. You talk to. I, I yelled at an open door girl. I've done like three open door things. I bought a, my own personal house from it, and I'm talking to this lady I, who I know is in a fucking cubicle in an office room and she's like I have to go talk to the sellers real quick and you know it's all dependent on the sellers and I was like y'all are the fucking sellers like just that's tell right. me yes or no like quit that's bullshitting right. me
0: by the way where's open door now see you later guys well in like the well, Zillow re- market you guys
2: remember 1% uh, real estate yeah well, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was really route? 4% mm, well, because yeah, they were the paying the like buyer like, yeah they're around aren't they no I guess I they're know. not maybe not this, well, this, this just
0: isn't their market until the season changes and they come out of their their door dormant shell
3: we do need to keep up
0: you show up
3: to Those houses that have been on the market for, you know, 50% more than the average days on market. There's cockroaches in the corners, cobwebs Mm -hmm. everywhere. They still painting
2: over the cable. Uh, Oh yeah, Yeah. oh yeah,
3: definitely, definitely paint on the cable. But yeah, let's let's roll. We're running out of time. uh,
0: What makes because this conversation went so well, and because I feel like we could go. I, Jacob, don't hate us. I don't want to go into two hours. Don't worry. Um, But uh, (laughs) our editor uh, in California, um, I do would I would love to have y'all back. In some capacity, sure people that can talk, yeah. people that can riff, versus fo- folks that hang out in the corner. Um, but uh, one thing that we want to make sure that that you guys get the opportunity as well is, hey, tell people where they can find you. There's going to be some people that that uh, some people are going to choose their real estate agents off of who has the best script, and some people are going are, are going to choose their age, their agents or their or their or their title company based off of the person, the winning personalities and the integrity that comes along with it. Tracy. Where can people find you, and who do you want to, and 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 what? Looking right Look at that camera. Looking at the one that's looking directly at this is you. It's exciting. Well,
1: my physical address, or do you want to? Know no, no, yes, will we we Show I'm up at gonna your gonna door <laughs> after hearing that sultry <laughs> voice of yours. There's be someone <laughs>
3: online who follows. Here you go. been that. waiting yeah. to see you. You can, can like find. Me. I'm here, Tracy. I'm here. <laughs> you can
1: find me on Instagram at Tracy Blair TNT, and uh, we have nine locations here in the Austin area.
0: Texas National Title. They are awesome, by the way. TNT, baby. Love going to the
1: office. T, we are dynamite. That's a great, that's a great
0: uh,
3: name. dynamite.
2: Oh, TNT, yeah, we're yeah, dynamite. Yeah. You ted, have, ted, had had ted, look at that ted, camera into over that there. The
3: say the same thing.
2: Um, I'm at austinrealestate.com. <laughs> wow, that's hard to find. <laughs> uh, we get a lot of traffic on that. Uh-huh. And uh, I did spend 13 years here at uh, Keller Williams. So I was trained and, and left. Uh, yeah, there you go. But you can find me at austinrealestate.com or ted at austinrealestate.com. And, um, do, do we do phone numbers?
0: You know, if you, I mean, spam. your phone numbers is already on the internet, by the way. We're, we're going to put fine. this in a little yeah. graphic, too. But, yeah. um, and, how, how much does she have to pay for that domain? name?
2: you know, I don't know. It, that company was called Cantera Real Estate. I don't know if you remember Chris back owned then. it, too. Yeah, uh, they're I'm a sure. husband and wife team, and uh. They paid a lot of money for that, but uh, it, it's off. well worth it. I'm sure, you know? no doubt. Can you Especially imagine are, you're yeah. out of state oh, yeah. and you type in Austin Real oh, Estate? I mean, that's yeah. The, yeah.
0: Ted, while we still have you on the mic here, we're always looking for new guests. We're looking for people who can hang, people who can talk, people who can bring perspective. Look deeply in that camera again. And if there's anyone in your mind that you think needs to be on this thing, deserves a voice, who should that be?
2: Well, I was going to say Joe Biden, but he's tired. Um, he's sleeping
0: right now. <laughs> and Gary
2: Keller won't come. So, not, hey, uh,
0: don't say that. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not
2: yet. Yeah. He's, By the way, l- a little plug for uh, Gary Keller. He's the one that stood up in that trial. He's the one that said, he's the one that, you know, 10 years ago was saying, don't sell realist- realtor.com. Don't do it.
0: Hey, challenge Gary Keller. That's fine.
2: Gary, you need to come and do this thing. Come, come
0: on, you Gary. Got this. Please, Gary. Got this. You're come right on. down the road. Come see us. It's fine. They'll,
2: they'll give you some kind of vitamins or something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah
2: a smoothie. It's like a healthy
3: A smoothie, yeah. Instead of booze, smoothie, we'll give you a smoothie. Right. Shoot,
0: with a.
2: Hey, th- thanks
3: a, for a, the invite. With a Bebop. With a Bebop. Yeah, it's it good to see you, man. Uh, Tracy, Tracy. Yes.
0: Who do, you th- who do you think that you want to challenge to come onto this thing? Because we're always looking for more folks and we, well, and we need to get outside of our typical
1: spheres. Gosh, you know, honestly. I am thinking of an, another leader in the industry that's come back to KW, and that's Mark Willis.
0: Mark Willis. You wow, what yeah, you talking that was about, something. Willis?
1: Yeah, what you talking about? Oh, Mark no, Willis? Talk What's about somebody about Willis? who... He, this was my leader. when I, I mean, he was a OP when I was at the Lake Travis office, and he's just been in the industry for a really, really, really long time. He's an amazing human being. One of my favorite people, and so dynamic, and would really make a great You, you think know we what? could get him to come on here and drop the,
0: drop the PC veil, or do you think he'd be like, no? Ah, no. that's true. How so about oh, Chris
2: He's, okay. he's running that OJO now, uh, which is that yeah. referral service.
0: OJO? Oho? He's
2: the old, the ex-president, uh, yeah, 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 KW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And they're still based in town here. Are
1: they?
2: Yeah, and it, OJO is a referral service, is right. basically what it is. Um, they screen people and they just shoot them out to the members and if you're the first one to click on it, you get it. Oh. Uh, and you pay your twenty percent, twenty five percent, whatever. That's pretty uh, cool. Referral.
1: Ricky Kane's also doing something. I'm um, Ricky Kane. So, I've yeah, got a lot of
0: well, which. Which one, um, Mar, uh I mean, challenge Mark. See if he's willing to come out of that shell, baby. He's hey, man, episode three didn't M-W- live. W- I don't want to put everything in the archives, but come on, Mark. The catacombs. I double dare do- you. Please, episode, episode three.
3: Catacombs at uh, uh, 20 years from it now, we're going to release a bunch it of no lice, matter what. I'm going to say some both, cons say, cons. Yeah, say both of y'all, suck it up. We're, gonna, yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. So what's
2: your goal? How, how often do you do this? Yeah. And
3: so we, we try to do this every other week. We have it kind of teed up for the rest of the year. We, we're learning our song and dance. We still to really get shit on the walls. I, I We have kind of different perspectives on kind of the decor. This, we've had to transform this office to make it look a little sexy. Mm-hmm. You see these podcasts with these dipshits that do it, and they have these really nice-looking areas. We feel like we have enough character and we have enough... Connections with people that come in here and jive that people will like it. We will see where it goes. We'd like it to grow some legs and actually produce some followers. Our
0: aim is our aim is to to target the financial and real estate industries and focus on just being an industry podcast. But everything touches. What we do. Everything touches real estate. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Title title was uh, titles what? Insurance and attorneys and everything else under the sun. Yep. If we can get if we can get the industry of ad- adoption, then that's when I think that we'll start to catch the periphery. But if we start coming on just as like a full, like full we're going wide public and try to create a snare for the public, I think that's gonna be harder versus saying hey, we, we bring some value in this direction and everyone's wondering why. It's going to seep watching into the
2: stuff. public, though, too. Have you, have you seen that commercial on TV with the guy that's doing the podcast things? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, he's a he's a nerdy looking guy and he's like in the coffee room and, the guy's, oh, yeah, he's 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 coffee and he says there's a podcast yeah. about coffee. There's a podcast about dogs. Yeah. And he ends up being in a conference room and there's obviously a meeting going on and he's got his... Yeah. his earbuds in yeah. and she said are you listening to a podcast right now and he said yeah it's yeah. about multitasking
3: <laughs> yeah. well, and it's, it's 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 catching on and you know we're, we're starting we're learning kind of as we go i mean there's there's aesthetics to it there's also a jive we're trying to figure out how not to talk over each other and give each other a voice and you know let let everybody else speak and sometimes it depends on who comes out it's like sometimes it's, we have to tug a little bit more to get things out of people, and, and you guys were great. The the chemistry and the flow was awesome, and I, I had no clue y'all had that relationship, so that was cool to know. It's always I, surprising. I, really I, I, like do, the, the guests.
0: I like the, I like
3: Justin kind of builds the scaffolding, and I come sit down, which I enjoy, and he likes, he doesn't really like me to see this, so I can kind of see it. It mm-hmm. kind of gives us a good little uh, Tracy in.
0: called it out, John was John starting to turn pink again, and he, and uh, John, depending upon what the topic is, I can really get a rise out of John if yeah. I, just, if I yeah. just poke and prod the right neurons in his brain yeah. at the right the time. Yeah. Uh, and the Tracy's is like, oh, he's getting excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but um, good but compliment. One thing that we saw about it's every one thing that that we want to be different about uh, this is that we 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 you guys took the tour right. Yeah. We, we've been building these different companies. Sorry, we got the construction company, management company, sales company, and we do leasing. And now we're starting to tiptoe on uh, HOA as well. And um, we're a lot of people in real estate make their podcasts to, to as a marketing mm-hmm. element for their real estate business. Mm-hmm. Whereas we want our real estate businesses to do that for themselves. This is more for entertainment value. So I think that we get to put more of our soul into this rather than having to follow these clear guidelines and talk about stats right. and talk about stats or success or coaching, stuff that the market's already saturated with. If this grew
3: yeah. lakes where I didn't have to do real estate, that would be a sweep. Or, or <laughs> for us
0: versus just letting the teams do it. but if, but if. Uh, but if we create an entertaining product where the industry goes after it, I mean, I mean, what? It, look at Imminent News. Imminent News was like they're not much, but now they're right, the de the facto yeah. news right. of of real estate. I mean, what else? I mean, I'm going to their. Stock. I go to
2: their deal every year now. Yeah, we'll yeah.
3: He just got. got I just got a subscription just so that we it. can
0: keep in, keep on top of that that uh, case. But that that's our angle, and I'm going to be pretty apparent with it. And um, I think that it takes a certain point in time in your business, and a little bit of character to be able to say, hey, I'm gonna go outside these guidelines, and some episodes may not see the light of day because of that, or we may or we may just try to push the envelope a little bit, or we might get a stern letter, who knows, um, but otherwise, we're, I don't want that tied to our, what we do professionally, because that that is what it is. This is our chance to just be entertaining and have fun.
1: Well, it is entertaining, and I think it's, I think people like to hear the real stories, too. I yeah. think the beef is a really big deal, I don't, you know, you see so much especially in people's socials and stuff it's all about the glitz and the glamour and you know what is the nitty-gritty behind it I mean you know let's get in the kitchen
3: yeah the market stat thing it's like it just irks me we we, we follow a couple of the real estate podcasts it's just so so vanilla and just I'm drab sorry. and dry it's like how many times y'all are gonna talk about you know what what I don't know developments going on around the corner and what yeah. what your your most recent sold went for. It's like let's talk about some cool shit. So we we appreciate the support. I encourage you guys to to blast out whatever, yeah, y'all, can whatever we'll y'all, y'all, so y'all can, whatever little social media tendrils y'all got, and, and yeah. anything that y'all want to set it out. Feel free to say hey, you know we'd rather not that be. We, we, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Know did you feel hurt. like
0: did, Ted? Did you feel like you you crested over the 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 verge here? And Tracy, you did a great job of of keeping it together. You I, were worried I try. at first. After I told you about episode three. (laughs) 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 There's
1: so much... there's so, can I wear the mask someday and really real
3: yeah. like yeah. so so to, to be a yes. title yes. rep did can you know about the, really you know the mask? No. no so, <laughs> so, so you had mentioned so, something so they make me cry basically we
0: say like if if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if uh, people if people want to come on and just let loose we have some luchador masks in a bucket yeah, over yeah I might have, have to do that basically someday basically you just yeah. like, we'll yeah. all come in if you guys wear them we'll wear them too and just like one day we'll be like we can put
3: that shade cast on you you know like they do on like those the prison documentaries yeah <laughs> no, <could> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would like to yeah. do with this. I
0: would like Hell to do yeah. that. And that,
3: that's right, the kind next of stuff time, that we want. Right, uh, and I'm serious. I mean, like, I know y'all deal with so much bullshit. Yeah, and there's so crazy. many dipshit agents, buyers, sellers that give y'all so much shit. I can't you said imagine. It. You're seen. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine.
0: We want your title folk to watch this and be like, that's right. That's right. Someone yeah. said something. Same with yeah. what we
3: do every day. It's like we have to we have to always have that facade of enjoying the, the people interaction, but I always say, people be people in, man. And there's always times right. where it's just like, I don't want to fucking work with you, but I'm doing this because I see the fucking little pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. I'm already halfway in it, but I think you're a piece of shit, and I don't want to work with you. So so they say you.
2: They say you haven't made it unless you fire someone. Yeah, like that.
3: man, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. That's, that's true. true. Well,
0: we're going to, we got to keep this uh, true to our, to our yeah, uh, constraints. Work, guys. But guys, thank you so much. Thank I y'all. appreciate it. Again, and that's Justin brand. Rourke. John, Pico, baby, Martin. Uh, Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and comment. Say some shit. Thank you so much.